0: Crewcast, cast, Crewcast, cast, crew cast. give it up for the Crewcast!
1: All
2: righty. Oh, it feels weird to be back in here. Wait, is that because we, we weren't here last time, were we?
1: No, no, we're at one. We've oh, missed, we've missed a bit, and it's a little bit later than normal. It's a Sunday night for us now. Yeah, I think.
2: Quite nice, a bit of normality for me. Mm. Cause I'm a dad. How
1: does it feel?
2: It's fucking surreal. Yeah. Can we just get one thing out of the way though? Yeah. Right, you know how people are like it's amazing, It'll change your life, incredible when they hand you the baby. Yeah. Ooh, rainbows will form in the sky. Doves will sing your praises I don't think over the that rainbows. Point. Deer will amount at the windows and all bow on one knee. It's not how it happens. It's a grueling three days of trying to get midwives to do what they said they were going to do 12 hours ago mm-hmm. and get you to the point where there's this kid coming out and you're, you're so knackered and depleted and worried about everything going right, that when this little stranger appears, it's so surreal mm. that it doesn't even land. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's done. It doesn't even land. It's, and still, I still feel like when I'm holding my little one, that it's somebody else's. Oh, really? Like, like I'm going to give it back at some yeah. point. And then i have these little moments these little blips of being like oh you're mine mm, i think that's
1: that's you you know what i was telling you just before we started when i was talking to somebody who i know had a few children and said that like the first couple of weeks are manic because everyone's coming over and they're like holding the baby and kind of there's just a like this whirlwind and then said after that everyone goes and you're just like all right okay so this is this is what this it's going to be like yeah. just just us and i think that's it that's when he's like that's when it really sinks in that it's you like, you know what I mean? You're yeah. looking after them. But
2: I think that's how it is. Like, the, the mum has grown all of this, who now you will have seen online. Mm. So, B, as she hates to be called.
1: I didn't know she hated being called B.
2: I like it. She hates it. All right. And I always called her B. I didn't realize I that. Know, yeah. I got everyone called a B. She's like, you know, I hate that. I'm like, I know, but it's cool. She doesn't realize it's cool. Like, it's, it is a nice yeah. but she hates names being shortened. So it doesn't matter how cool it sounds. If it's shortened, it's just like, that's not my name. I'm like, cool story, B. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They they obviously have grown this being inside and they have an attachment from the get-go really, don't they? So as the male, you are an outsider. And listen, it's still weird when somebody's looking at, and then somebody will say, oh, listening to your dad. And you're like, oh, that's me. Mm. So, and and the biggest realization of now, don't get me wrong. When when the baby's there, it's mad. Like, I'm not saying that you're that, sat there going like, mm, okay, well, that was interesting. I'm yeah. going to get a coffee. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you are immediately nervous about everything when it's kind of Like, where's the cry? Where's the cry? What's happening? What are you doing over there with my baby? Like, mm. what is happening? Um, are you all right, mum? Like, how are you do? You still? Yeah, no, no excess. Nobody's rushing in with vials of blood to pump back in. Yeah, that was all good. Um. But there is like this just, it's surreal It is the best way to describe it. And then obviously you're dealing with everything after in the aftermath. There's protocols you have to sit through. So it's not like it, the baby's in in your arms straight away and doing all these things. It's still like, right, we've got to check this. I'm going to check that. And, and it's always like, is it okay? Is it okay? So you're on this constant like edge. Yeah. I think as well,
1: you're, you know, the the situation with you, it took longer than... Ideally, it would have. um, I reckon
2: we could have got out there 16 hours earlier had some of these midwives not been as annoying as they were. (laughs) Trying to be polite. Because 80% of them were amazing. Yeah, But the problem is, is when you go into a hospital for something serious, you could have 90 people visit you and 89 of them be brilliant. But there's that one tit who is annoying and makes a mistake the whole thing's fucked mm. and that's like how it is so we were l- so lucky that B's sister was with us Savannah and she's a midwife herself so she was able to challenge him on everything and even with her in our holster because mm. I'd just be like load loader yeah. draw fire off you go Savannah yeah. and i just sit in the back like yeah yeah what she said like, yeah but she's a 1.5 LVE and LVE we can go in with the hook team. I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah just the hype man in the background yeah yeah, yeah just hyping it yeah. oh oh been owned (laughs) yeah uh it was still there were those points where you could see like the midwife would actually came in one morning and went against the doctor's instructions that were given to her from the night before like complete like not even a little bit i mean literally flipped flipped the script and that's when and i had to go home that night so when i went back i got text that morning from b saying uh they want to do she wants to do this and i was like fuck that i'm on my way i'm already on my way so the moment i got there we shut her down hard because Savannah came in with me, yeah, behind her. And uh, even with pushing her and, and showing her she's wrong and stuffing it in her face, she then took issue with that and deliberately held us up from going and having waters broken, deliberately. Because she said that like there was a wait to get up there and we went up to, the, to where she needed to go to the delivery suites and there was nobody there. Yep. Nobody in any of them. They were dead quiet. So this woman's just been a bitch. Okay. So you will be getting a complaint against you. So well done, you. Yeah, Yeah, needless bullshit coming your way that we will not let go because I'm petty. (laughs) Fair enough. I am when it involves somebody's health and well-being over your ego. Like, Mm. If you don't like your job, fuck off. Mm. If you don't like having mistakes pointed out to you, then go work at Tesco where it doesn't matter if you make one. Mm. But when you're in a situation where literally, like if, if she had met, if, she, if, if we'd have done what she wanted, we would have needed a C section. Yeah. And, and as it is, she gave birth naturally with zero complication. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it definitely would have uh, led to. It's a huge
2: difference surgery versus what your body's meant to do.
1: Yeah. And also the, the after effects of the C section. Oh, yeah, as well, you're, you're incapacitated. Yeah, but as it's... it is,
2: yeah, there good, was then. also some lovely, lovely. People on there who couldn't have been better in, and when there wasn't, when there was a problem, the people that came in to deal with the problem were swift, quick, and to the fucking point. Mm. But some of the problems were caused by the, mid, the midwife's ineptness. I think when. Doctors are super efficient.
1: It can be scary though, can't it? Because of yeah, because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. how serious is it? But but they're just being efficient. Yeah. But you're just like, oh, this is like it in the films yeah. where they're just yeah. like <laughs> they're, they're running in as
2: a team and then- yeah, they do. They come in in like a pack of five. Yeah. And they're just off on both sides and yeah. tubing's going up yeah. and IVs are going on and they're just like one going. They're just saying stuff to each other like put it in the line five with the phone, and know fun like yep go in I'm in I'm in go Anything like that. Holy shit, it's like watching the Formula 1 team change tires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then then they're out. Box, 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 like, box. Yeah, baby, box. Yeah. <laughs> keep it out of the box. Keep it out of the box. That's yeah. where the baby's coming from. And then yeah, it's like in and then they're gone. And then you're left back with this plonker that caused it. And you're looking at it like, see, dickhead? We told you. Yeah. <laughs> and then luckily, even though it did take longer. Because it took longer, the shift change happened and we got nice people back on. So for the actual delivery, we had a really lovely little crew. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they, honestly, they were great. Um, so then have just, just been in a mass of people coming down.
1: So you, have you had, how long have you had just on your own? We haven't. Not, not no, at all? And oh, no, Of course, now no, you haven't. Because we
2: were in the hospital for another two days afterwards. With zero, so we had zero. We had zero sleep for like four days. Mm. Like full on, we were delusional. There was one point where I got up to walk, and my body went nope. I just wobbled in on, in spot. It just went... Yeah. I was like, a, you know, when there's a glitch in a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like... Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, 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 just on the spot, body moving, legs sticking still, just stuck behind that invisible rock trying to oh, yeah. get out. Yeah, looking
1: like you're a, a Mortal Kombat character <laughs> selection and you just, yeah. just like...
2: <laughs> pick your character. That was what I was like. And I literally had to put myself down on this, like, <laughs> cot that they had out for me. Yeah, and then... Uh, If you watch the main sky stories, you know where to go back in. Then, so we were literally home for a day, then had to go back in for another day and a half because of jaundice, Mm. Um, and that wasn't anybody's fault. I don't think that I haven't worked out that it is yet. Anyway, Um, and so, but they again. So when we went back in for the jaundice, everybody who we saw for that whole section was brilliant. Mm. Like they were super, like really, really good. Like all the so you have little when you go in. There's lots of nurses and midwives and stuff like that, and they're all color coded now they, we colour code our humans so your greens mm-hmm. in there they're like your change your bed seats get your food make sure you're right. Uh, uh, they're basically um, what is it patient care Yeah. so that's like just you know the housekeeping yeah making sure you're patient. okay yeah. not necessarily some, medical help no her. but they are trained in things like um, cup feeding the babies caring <laughs> for the babies burping the babies all that kind of stuff so they can be hands on some of them I don't know if all of them can <laughs> then you go blue for the midwives and then there should be another colour for doctors, but the doctors we saw were kind of kicking it and wearing whatever they felt like. So they were, one came in in kitten scrubs and bits. Yeah, another one came in in the deep blue or whatever. I think they had like a different blue or something, or maybe purple. But um, they're all lovely. And there wasn't a dot in that time. Um, baby had to be under a blue light for up to like 16 hours. Now, baby wouldn't go to sleep in the incubator. They're all like, oh, they'll love it in there. It's 33 degrees, heated mattress they would be like, they'll settle down, they just sleep through it, just take them out to feed. We're like, Yeah, cool story, bro. No, no, we had to literally hold baby's hand on both because there's a little like flaps you can open on the incubator and put your hand in. Only time that baby would not kick, scream, and do everything mm-hmm. was if we were holding one hand each, either side of this incubator, which we had to do for over eight hours, no sleep through the night, all through the night, to try and get it. And what did, when we went in first, I'm having to not say the baby's gender. This is really hard. We've done a couple of retakes, <laughs> um, because obviously the reveal video is not out yet. But from next week, we'll be able to say what the hell we want. Anyway, so when baby came in, it sounds like I'm talking like an old creepy bloke. Talking about their young new wife, isn't it? There is my baby. When baby
1: when came, baby in,
2: came and found me, I loved her from the start. <laughs> you sound like fucking Hobson <laughs> from uh, Paradise <laughs> PD. Eh? Um. Oh, so they, they you come in and you do this blue light thing, and that helps break down the Billy Rubin in the blood, which is not a country western singer. Which, by,
1: yeah. 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 When you were mentioning Billy Rubin, I was just like, Billy I think Rubin. I know a few of the songs, I but know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So she had too much Billy Re- can we not like counterbalance it with a bit of I don't know like a like, maiden or something? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Is it not no? Is that not how it works? <laughs> like, no Billy Rubin. Um, so they because baby's Billy Rubens had spiked, like they'd had a bit of a bit of a, you know, Mexican wave in the audience and they'd all got going, uh, had to go under blue light, but they could double the power of the blue light. So there's like two switches, there's there's on and then there's on twice. Mm, okay. Um that's technical terms. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't don't think they believed at one point that the baby would not stay in the fucking incubator without screaming. Yeah. Like I think they thought they were, we were being pathetic parents and we were crying about nothing. So this one doctor tried to come in with a bit of an attitude mm-hmm. to be like this this has to happen. We're like we fucking know. Mm-hmm. What part of us having zero sleep for the last like 8 hours makes you think we're making this shit up? Mm-hmm. you think I, think I want to be lying down having a nice nap right now with a yeah. baby in a blue incubator yeah. yeah fuck yes or no is it four in the morning and i sat here staring at you bloodshot eyes wobbling a little bit what party thinks we're lying here yeah so when she came mm-hmm. and tried to give it mm-hmm. back I, I you have to stand your ground with them a little bit and so we had to work out end up being in a blue light blanket which they have but then you get too hot in that so got be really careful And then they don't tell each other to do things. So one came in and said, well, leave the sides open. And you're like, that makes sense because the blue lights are already, it's like a PVC sandwich and the blue lights are in the PVC with a bit of cloth over it. And the lights are in the top and the bottom. So sides can be open. Doesn't really make a difference. Still getting blue light. Then the morning one came in and went, oh, no, it can't be like that. It won't work. And I'm like, it absolutely does work like that. It's blue light. It's not heat therapy. Yeah. And she was like, so we've left the sides open to stop the baby cooking in the PVC. Like, let me wrap you in PVC and see how unsweaty you get. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, like that. And I went, well, funny, because literally the doctors who came in before said leave the sides open. Yeah. She thought, again, because I'd said sides open, that was my decision. Mm. I said, no, I've taken advice from your peers. Yeah, from the doctor. <clears throat> and so we were trying to get and then I, I you I just, said
1: that this was a perfectly good experience you're making it not
2: sound that good oh yeah no no they, that she was the only one that came in to like challenge and then the other woman hadn't been updated by the other staff members so that wasn't her fault mm-hmm. and she did think because she was a midwife she thought the blanket had to be shut Right. Because not all the midwives are going to be as medically trained up as others. Yeah, Some make the effort to go and you know study more, look more deeply for certain be practices. Certain areas they all specialize. Yeah. So she obviously thought, which makes sense because it is a closed blanket; it has to be closed. But it doesn't. And um, so at the moment she figured out that I wasn't lying, she was like, "Okay, yeah, cool." But then it was coming to like the the twelve hour blocks they measure in as well. So imagine going in, going, oh, "We're checking twelve hours." You're like. Fuck so there's nothing I'm like and it's already I've gone in at 6 p.m so I know I'm up till 6 a.m now because I'm not sleeping to make making sure this little one gets the light they need um so it's getting towards the, the 12 hour point and I know that this baby's not been under the light long enough for what it needs in in the 12 hours of this we maybe got eight in the blank from blanket to incubator so I made a, uh I made it a coaching decision. <laughs> Numbers had spiked when we went in, so they doubled the blue light, and it's all on one system and in this incubator. But then they turned that off for the few first few hours mm-hmm. to put it single light, on it goes. So I put it back to double light. I had bee watching the door <laughs> for the last hour. I double-lighted the baby. Mm-hmm. Numbers were down. There were Boom go. towns. Yeah. It's all about breaking down. The Billy comes from the breakdown of excess red blood cells, and they need to pass those red blood cells out the poo and the pee which also becomes a huge part of your life. Poo and pee is just like the golden rules. Has it peed? Has it pooed? First question. Check the poo. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> so your whole life changes in this instant. You've never been happier to see coloured poo Yeah. in your adult life. It's bizarre. I mean, you've laughed at rugby players. and hey, It's blue poo. Is, mm. is that too much wicked? But with a baby, you're like, yes, it's yellow. Yeah. That means the bilirubin's on its way out. Mm. That's literally what it means. So that literally the body craps out this excess um, bilirubin, which is obviously what makes the skin orange. Yeah, so I did an audible. And then when the nurses were coming back in, we quickly knocked it back down to one light. And then the, the, who was it? She was a doctor, I think, came in at the end. She was really cool. Um, So they went, they take the blood, which means they stab your baby. So the baby had been stabbed like six times at this point in two days and I'm about ready to stop people stabbing the baby <laughs> by Spartan kicking. <laughs> so just, It might just Spartan kicking nurses out the door. If it, and um, doctor comes back in and she was uh, from, I want to say like <clears throat> Kenya way. She had that kind of accent to her. I can never, I don't know whether it's like Kenya or Africa or wherever. I can't judge it. I just know that they have that cool accent right? where it's like, I can't even do it. I'm not going to try and do it because I always end up with the ticket guy. Hey, wait a minute! I have to give you a ticket. She had it was that kind of twang, so she came. She came back in, and she was going. You know how you say hard work pays off. But as she came in, she did this like shoulder shimmy mm-hmm. because obviously we looked like fucking zombies, mm. like fully done, and uh, and we were like we, uh, she knew she knew how hard we've been working to keep this baby under because she'd been in and out in the morning and seen it. Physically mm-hmm. seeing us holding the hands of the baby, just like drooping out the side of this incubator, both of us, and um, so she they get the bloods, so they like whip it right back within half an hour with results, which is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. And she comes, so she comes back in and she goes, "Hello, you know how they say hard." I'm going French now because that's all I can do. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, you know how they say hard work pays off. And she did like a little shimmy and then pulled the mask down and mm-hmm. went, "Your baby needs to be 50 under. She's a and we were like, go! I was like the Brazilian commentator. Mm-hmm. Go! Because that made me fucking go home. Yeah. You think. But no. You've got to do another 12 hours. And then they check after no blue light 12 hours to see if everything's oh. Oh, okay. Oh, right, okay. So you see how everything suddenly goes it, crazy. Can it raise back up yeah. then? Yeah. Well, it does will raise back up a little bit because you're out of blue light. Okay but it's whether, I wasn't it's, sure whether the, it spikes.
1: Okay, I wasn't sure whether it's like <coughs> clearing it out and then it yeah. would just stay well, cleared.
2: If, if they're able to, if they're under the blue light, obviously the, the rebular cells are breaking down easier and then they can pass them. But if they can't do that outside of the blue light, when it's not there and it goes straight back up, that means there's a okay. yeah, problem, Okay, which can then lead to blood transfusion. Right. Yeah, which you don't, obviously. Yeah,
1: you do.
2: want to avoid that. So, yeah, but you see how it's so straight away, you're like, I'm home, and like, nah, 12 hours. So I was like, still, we're going home. And they were like, well, yeah, it's not prison. You can go home. I said, cool, that's what we're going to do. And so then I went back in at 1 a.m. in the morning yeah, I remember to you... get tested again. Yeah, And then we they, they, I, went, they were down.
1: I remember because I, I was obviously messaging you throughout. And then you were just like, yep, I've got to be back in at 1 o'clock in the yeah. morning. I was like, oh, that seems like a very strange time for a doctor's appointment. Yeah. But, yeah. but I suppose that's it. They, they've got to be super precise with their timings. And,
2: well, it's the protocols. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So some of these protocols are beneficial. Some of them, I think, hinder the midwives and that in their job
0: Mm.
2: because it leaves people unattended for an X amount of time before they can do anything. And in that time, shit happens that they need to be seeing and using common sense to override the protocol. Yeah. Like there's just tons of that happening. Some of it was shitty midwifing, midwifery. Wifery. But a lot of it was hindrance of the system. Yeah. But there were two midwives that were definitely lacking. Definitely. And we'll be getting complaints against because yeah. one caused an infection and the other one caused a 16-hour unnecessary delay just from ego. And we had a midwife with us who's going to be able to label everything they did wrong to very specifically. Oops. Yeah. But if they're doing that to one, they're doing it to many.
1: Yeah, that's it. And I'm wondering if it's just like... Well, you said they weren't even that busy there if the, uh, no, if the no, bir- it was all the was birthing suites were empty. Because yeah. I was thinking, okay, maybe... There's going to be mistakes when if they're overworked and they, you know what I mean. They're literally running from one to another to another, and maybe they're mixing things up. And they're like, "Oh, I
2: thought it was that person," but yeah, if no. yeah, they weren't even the only thing that could have happened is that like sometimes they will stall people going up to delivery if they have like waiting in the wings, like maybe someone who's having twins and somebody else seven complications. Yeah. They might leave a window of where they expect something might happen where they might need to rush those lot up into delivery, and that will yeah. then take up all the rooms. But from what we saw on the wards, that was not happening. Hmm. So. Yeah, there was just a, mm, mm. There was a lot of mm, And, and I, I, I've never really been in hospitals other than to have my bicep reattached. Mm. So it's a bit of an, a, a shocker that the time I've had to go in, there was a, a couple of real problems that had we not been on the ball as we were, could have led to much more severe yeah. issues. Hot, yeah, hot. Bear in mind 80% of them did their job. Yeah. But this small other percentage that didn't makes everyone else look bad in their results and whatever. And there will be complaints going. But I did do my best to fill in nice forms. Yeah. So that like when the doctor gave a thought like anything I could do to say you were good. Yeah. I I did that.
1: Yeah, to just disti- yeah, to yeah. like point out the good points not yeah. just the bad. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that should I think that's quite important as well that the opportunity to leave good feedback is like really really crucial so you can level it out because otherwise you do you get a skewed perception of things because and this is human nature as well. People expect something to go not necessarily to go well, but at least to go smoothly. Yeah. So if it, if that happens, yeah. no, that's fine. That, if that they happens, like...
2: nothing. Nobody's set. Nobody's nobody's doing a yeah. great woohoo to you. Yeah. The no. One's time just time like oh, happens. that went smooth. Yeah. I'll let you know that. The only time something is instigated, if it's a negative, yeah. is a bad thing. That
1: I the, try to, I try to. I'm, maybe I'm not the best at it, but I do try to make a conscious effort with the staff, even if something just goes as planned, because obviously yeah. we always hope to get very good results. To still point that out and just like, yeah. well done. Did a really good job with that one. Even if that is just following procedure. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't always do it. I try to, but it does require like a real conscious effort. Positive yeah. reinforcement. Yeah, for, for morale. What well, you making could do sure, for
2: yeah. your is like is def- like, you could do the American football butt slap yes. on all your PTs when you yeah. do a good job. Like, good
1: job. Yeah.
2: I think they'd like it, to be yeah. fair. I think they'd line up for it. Yeah. They'd like the nightly butt slap out the door. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Goodbye. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how well it'll translate over. I'll give it a try yeah. though. I'll see what happens. Just don't go from butt slap to booby squeeze. Ah, right, okay. Because that's... Have, he goes yeah. from, like, happy to sexual staff, harassment. But yeah. Be yeah, careful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll, but then if I if I don't... If I miss them out, is that not being inclusive? It's true.
2: Hard on, I was Just trying to be inclusive. Just trying to be inclusive.
1: Who knows? Anyway, yeah, we'll probably get off of that one. I want to point <laughs> out, it's 101 episodes in, and this is the first time Lex is going to have a beer on the podcast. Yeah,
2: I don't like beer. Beer sucks. No, and... Let me let me just say that. Lager definitely sucks, right? That, that I'm is, hoping to change his mind with if this. If you drink lager, you're drinking it because you think you should. I reckon 90% of you don't like it. I have watched people go to a bar with all their boys, all order their pints, and eight out of those 10 guys will happily leave half a pint on the bar and go to the next pub. If you like what you're drinking, you're not leaving that half.
1: No, no. I, Order I the en- pink drink, you I big I enjoy wolf. a lager every now and then. There's like a certain time where I do get craving for just a normal lager. The idea of that.
2: it is appealing to me more than the actual reality. So like, you know, you see it fizzing and it's cold mm. and it looks good. But then I drink oh, more than one mouthful and like... Uh,
1: yeah. No, I don't. I, like I said, I do get some enjoyment from a nice lager, but it's, it doesn't, I don't crave it very often. No. So and when I did
2: have it, when I was at uni, yeah. I would drink bitters more. Yeah. And like and so hoppy. Or like if it's a hoppy beer, something like something that's got flavour, a bit kick An IPA a bit, or, a, a bit or something. Of a parallel. Headiness to it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think um I think lagers are kind of your bog standard and I think that there's a lot more cheap lagers. I think they make it
2: beat women. Just gonna say it. If you drink lager anymore, it's like to punch woman in the face. <laughs> well, <laughs> Why not? Eh? Yeah, it's true. You're more likely to wear a wife beater and smack your woman in the face if you drink Lager. Just so you know. So anyway, fact. Yeah, fact. That's science. Going to pull away from that
1: science. So I've got him. It's a stout, and it's from Brew York. But the reason I thought this one would be good for Lex. Why in my
2: baby week is is, is was beer your choice? Um, I, it wasn't. I Don't just, we have I just a special it. thing to open? Are you driving? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah.
1: I just spotted this and I saw it and I was like, there we go, that's a beer that Lex could have.
2: It probably is. So go on, what is it?
1: It's, it's a, a buff- black can for starters. A black can. It's a it's a stout, it's ten point six percent because I like strong stuff. Aren't stouts. they normally
2: like five beers? Four five. Four or five. five right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um so this is a buffalo trace, oh. tonka bean, vanilla, coconut, imperial milk stout. Imperial milk? Yes. What? It's quite a common thing. So well, you put a bit of milk in your beer. Uh, it's how it's, it's how like it sounds like a fake Guinness. It's how it's a uh, kind of brewed. So um, brewed and released just once a year. Each barrel aged Empress Toncoco releases. um Say that, yeah, a Toncoco? Yeah, Toncoco, That's what they're called. Yeah, releases. they have got a Milky Toncoco. Blends at least twelve months in a unique selection of barrels. So the Buffalo Trace Bourbon was selected for its molasses and toffee sweetness. Luxurious vanilla and rich oak to add depth to an already deeply decadent beer.
2: It's building itself up, mate. And we've got the appropriate um, octopus, copper, mm, what do you call it? Tankard, kind of? A little bit. It's a fake tankard. Fake tankard. So
1: this is going to be the first can crack. Can (laughs) crack. Doesn't sound as good
2: as a a cork pop. No. Cheeky pop. This is a a can crack. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like Ooh. a Pepsi Max. Ooh, yeah. I feel like there should be a cooler way to open a beer oh, than, a, than, a, than a can. I feel like there should be. Oh, if they did the old ring pulls. Mm. I would buy a can of... Oh, I can smell that from here. I, uh, <laughs> I would buy start. more of these if they had the old ring pull on them. Just out of the novelty. Why did we get rid of those? Because people are too lazy. No idea. Or, oh, it does smell very beer-y. <laughs> It's I can smell the yeast... It smells like a yeast infection. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. It smells like. A maybe, maybe person, that's why I like it. Smells it. like a drunk who's got a yeast infection. Ooh, that sounds like so a pretty good. much sounds uni like, life. It sounds like a
1: good <laughs> night. That does.
2: The drunk with the yeast infection. That's like the easy girl at uni. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. I like that one. It just reminds me of we in the sun.
1: We in the sun.
2: Yeah, it's really fizzy. You know, you've been hot and you're a bit dehydrated. And you get into that dark. I was gonna say, dark, I hope it don't dark, fucking come out that way. dark.
1: Jesus Christ. Dude,
2: my pee came out like treacle when we got home from the hospital. Because obviously I just i I'd been feeding bee water the whole time and forgot about myself. So I'd only had teas. No real juices or drinks and coffee. They had, ah, oh, fair play to the... To the they had um, Frappuccinos in the actual uh, oh, really? waiting area of the, hostel, the children you bit were in, and they were bloody good. Oh, really? yeah At yeah. least and that mate And I got to know all the little people there as well, so when I came back, they were like, how you
0: doing? Yeah. So was
2: like Obviously, it's easy to remember an idiot with a giant load of hair and a beard, but mm-hmm. still, I feel like I made a nice impression. Yeah. When I was there. And I was super... Uh, listen, of all the stuff that I said... In like the connotations, they were not, they, these were individuals who were mm-hmm. at fault, not the entire place. The entire place as itself mm-hmm. was really quite good. You were just doing a rant. I was having a bit of a rant because if those two things hadn't happened, everything would have been really smooth. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like annoyed that that those two people dragged down a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I was more impressed with the facilities and stuff like that than I expected. Yeah. Because I, I spent a lot of time in hospital with my granddad when he was in and out, and that was up north. And they looked tired, whereas these were all quite bright and fresh. And, whoop. and um, we even ah oh, we even had in the room, you know, one of those cosmos cosmos yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So when the room was always dark, and we just had the stars and the cosmos all going on the ceiling for the whole time. Yeah, it was really cool. Which one of the original midwives who, when we came on, was lovely before we got flipped to the stupid Night one. Um she went and nicked it from one of the other rooms because it was the better one for us. Oh, so we were, we made nice impressions on people. Mm. They like wanted to help because we weren't dicks. Yeah. So I want to point that out. We were at no point with dicks. We were just very <laughs> adamant when we knew they were wrong that we weren't gonna let them talk them ways out of being from out of being wrong to thinking they're right. Yeah. We were so in that way. But you have to be like that, you've got to challenge it. Yeah. Yeah, we've said it before, haven't we?
1: I think um you you obviously you need to take advice. But then also sometimes you have
2: to stand your ground you and make... Do get research and be like, actually, no. And then if you won't do it, be like, well, can I talk to somebody else? Mm. And I really don't care if you're mad at me because there's more important things in this world than your ego. And that's what we did. So that's, and it applies to pretty much everything, really, did not it? Yeah. So, lessons learned. Right. Cheers. Fizzy, uh, dark, summer pee. It just smells like... <sighs> if it smells really strong, it's probably going to taste nice because it's like stinky cheese.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: yeah, right. So it's Buffalo Trace yeah. beer. Oh, that's weird. Oh, you it can taste nice. the molasses.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's quite not. It's got a bit of sweetness to it.
2: Brown sugar.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I like that. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, still has the shit aftertaste of beer. But I think that's my palate, which is why I don't like beer. Mm. I get like, you know if you have paracetamol and you leave it on your tongue too long and you get that medicinal... No. No. (laughs) It's just gone. Gone. Yeah. Okay, you know if you put too many sweeteners in your tea? Yeah. And it just tastes like sweet and you can taste the chemical. Yeah, that like, yeah. That. That's what I get on the back of my palate every bit with whatever beer you give me, other than Guinness.
1: I feel like we are getting a bit of copperiness from the... From the... Well nah surely not yeah I can definitely taste a little bit of copperiness from that
2: and it's not real copper
1: I don't know I don't. it's like a metallic taste that I'm getting from that a little bit it's not much but
2: <sighs> hey this. well it just reminds me of me probably going to throw up later because that's no, what no, we, no, no. I'm disappointed uh, I thought I be,
1: thought if anyone was going to convince you I was like this one might no, have a
2: chance but I wouldn't but, drink it again this isn't by, by no means my, I'm going to struggle to finish that well I'll finish it for you mate yeah but that's because of the aftertaste. It's, the aftertaste is overwhelming, so it builds with every sip. Mm. That's why I only like the first, like, neck of a yeah, beer. Yeah, the first, yeah, a few. Because after that, all I get is this taste. I don't know what it is. If anybody knows, let me know if there's a way of counteracting it. I'd, I'd like to enjoy mm. a, a nice cold beer, but nah.
1: You getting the Buffalo
2: Trace? You no. getting Nothing? No, I've got the brown sugar.
1: Yeah, I'm getting, I've got a little bit of that kind of subtle smokiness. Nothing too crazy. I try again. Try and All let right, it. Let me just. I'll get. Treat it like a whiskey.
2: University vomiting out your way. Don't even think about it. You're putting it into your mind. Waking up in the morning, stinking of beer. Okay, here we go.
1: Just the same process.
2: Now I just get loads of brown sugar. <laughs> well, brown sugar nice at least. It's quite syrupy. Yeah. And then. Good try though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh well. I spotted it. I was like.
2: I'm one like, will work, I'm sure. But you know what it'll need? Fruit.
1: I, I could get you like a fruity IPA. Fruity will work. Mm, I, I'll, I'll find some fruity IPAs. There's a couple of really nice ones that I've had before. So I'll, I'll try that. I thought this one, tying it into something that you already like. I love stouts. So I'll fucking drink stouts every day if I could. But um, I know that they're also not for everybody. I
2: think... I prefer stouts to lager. Yeah. Like Anything hoppy, heavy, Guinnessy mm. like is, is way better to me than lager. And we used to like drink on Monday night. We used to watch Monday night football and get Budweisers in and do all that. So I would drink them. I'd go through them. Yeah. And I think the American beers I prefer to the English beers.
1: Do you reckon it's a lot of it is just bad association as well? From just no, getting.
2: No, I've never. I stopped drinking beer at uni when we moved on to like pink drink, pink drinks, pretty quick. Yeah. I would only drink the Budweiser on Monday night football because <laughs> it was Budweiser and it was Monday night football. Yeah. And then outside of that, even in the rugby club after games, I'd still be on the cider and pink drinking stuff. I just don't... It's not a thing. I don't mind a little ice cold bottle of those French beers, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, but again, it's still like me being able to put up with the... K- if it's just enough to ignore. Right. It's weird. Fair enough. Oh,
1: well, I tried.
2: We've got a, a bloody nice whiskey to try when we can normally. Oh! I'm sure we've got it sent through here as well. Um, also... I'm a dad, right? Okay, moving on. But we won't move on. So I got sent oh, these two. No, 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 no. These are new. So this is it's from the Bearded Elite, okay? So it's a lot of beer, and you you have to sniff them, right? And you have to try and guess what the smells are. So this is from the Bearded Elite, and it's uh, thebeardedelite.com or thebeardedelite limited on Instagram. So obviously, they make um, chocolate mousse. Obviously. obviously, Uh, Or (coughs) I could be lying and they just make lots of beard stuff. Um, I was like, no, you're not allowed to look. I've got to be really careful with uh, beard products because I use (sighs) my toils and all. Well, can you not die from sniffing it, can you?
1: I'd rather not.
2: You won't. Let me check. Ingredients. All stuff, Luke, and sniff. Oh, there you go. It does have almond sweet oil in it. Can you not sniff that?
1: Uh, Probably not the best to sniff. God
2: damn it. Okay. It's right.
1: not going to probably trigger a reaction immediately. Okay, well,
2: so, well, they have. <laughs> they have. Uh, so,
1: in all beard stuff, I don't know why. Because it's good. It's good for your everything.
2: skin. It's not good for my fucking skin.
1: Can you not even rub it on your skin?
2: I would have a. it probably create if some. Do like, a drop on them for your skin now? Can you see what it does? Or would it be really bad?
1: It won't be bad. It'd probably just create a bit of redness and you irritation. It it. Yeah, go
0: for
2: it. It'd be good to learn if you've got nut allergy, if you can use these on your skin. Should I just put like a smear so or I of, put a drop?
1: Just put a little drop.
2: It might be a bit big i don't want to run down your arm and create a big line why should i put it there
1: no there. i'll just it's not, it's not nothing's going to happen immediately that's how you basically do a skin prick test you literally break the surface of your skin
2: oh we need to stab you
1: and then and then you you'd be able to see whether it we need well we're not you know obviously when i started trt because they're in certain oils oh, i had to yeah. check and also because you know with a, an underground lab you can. You're not 100 percent certain. So I literally had to do like a skin prick test on myself. So I, I did that. Dropped a tiny bit on there, and with the needle, just Stabbed broke yourself. Yeah, just broke the surface of the skin. And but then just if
2: we just like rub that in there like that. Now there you go. You can move around now, and we'll see if that turns like into a big blister.
1: Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it would create much of a reaction.
2: Well, do you want to sniff it and try and guess what flavor that is? For for a beard oil. Is that butterscotch? Ooh, no, but we're kind of close. It's a popular coffee. flavoring. Is it to- like a... What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Salty caramel. Salted. Yeah. That smells good though, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. It legit smells like the sweet, the, the syrupy stuff you put in your coffees. Yeah. So they've got... I'm just going to go through them because you would never guess them all and you might die. It's not worth it. It's not worth a bit of pain for your oiling funeral. It, oiling me up. Yeah. There's one called... Well, actually you need to sniff... I want so you to sniff some of these because so I don't you know. Die. So there's the salted caramel, which is good. Then there's old wooden vanilla, which is like, oh, you know, it just, oh, it's just nice. I don't know how you describe it. Can you sniff? You must see, be all right. Cool, yeah. Yeah, you smell the vanilla on it, but then the old wood makes it manly, gives yeah. it a bit of like that. Um, what's the stuff called that we all have as, and we all like it as men for no apparent reason? Cedar wood or something like. Yeah. What's like, it yeah. called? It, something, you know what I mean, that yeah, one.
1: Yeah, is, is it cedarwood? No. no, it's something different. What is that? Now? Cedarwood is what you make I know a what you're chair on about. out of. I know what you're on about, fuck. Anyway.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's old wood and vanilla, then salted caramel, and they smell like you would like, but then there's these two. One is called Valak, and the other's called Lilith. Lilith! I think Lilith sounds like it would be aggressive. Lilith was the name of one of the characters in Fraser. Borderlands. Oh. Lilith was a psychologist and Frasier was Frasier's ex-wife. All right. Now to me, that smells like Turkish delight. Yeah, it's rose, isn't it? Rose, there yeah. you go. This is why I have your nose. Mm. Okay, and then Valak. No idea why. doesn't say why either. It's not a little story, I don't think. Nope. Just because. Oh, that's just peppermint. Yeah, but they're all good, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not like, a fan of peppermint. As in terms, of I wouldn't want that wouldn't in my face. That. Well, that's it. Now you have to decide when, you, when you're doing beard oils. You've got to think that smells going to be under your face, yeah. all day. Now I made the mistake. They I have make these your eyes Water a bit having peppermint. <laughs> They've got a beard butters. Yeah, right. Sniff this one. See if you can tell what it is before. Can you tell what it is yet? Lychee. What the hell's lychee?
1: Lychee. <laughs> it's it's like a... like a bubble tea. No, it's a little little fruit.
2: No, it's mango and passion fruit.
1: It smells like a lychee.
2: It smells nice doesn't it? It smells like um, those nice soaps you get mm. for the shower. Now I thought, oh, lovely. Because it's very fruity That Smeared yeah. it all over. Because now beard butter is what you use to kind of keep your beard tamed. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit sticky. So it keeps it down. All day I was walking around smelling mango and passion fruit. Yeah. And it f- Fuck my day up. Hungry all day. Try drinking a tea that smells of pango and mashing fruit. Like pango, pango. and mashing fruit. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Having a mango passion fruit. God passion done. mango fruit. No, pa- mango pas- passion mango. Pango passion and mashing. Mash. Pango and mashing fruit. Yeah, so have a pango mashing fruit tea. It's not nice. <laughs> oh. Pango and mashing fruit hamburger. Pango and mashing fruit uh, sandwich. <gasps> Ruin my corn beef sandwich. So my beard mango and passion fruit or pango and mashing fruit. Only put that on your lower beard. Don't stuff it into your mustache like I did. Because oh, yeah. you smell it's half pretty taste, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is called Valak again, which is the <clears throat> minty one, so it's just yeah. a nice mint. But then honestly, the bearded elite. Probably worth a punt, boys and girls. If you uh have they given me a discount code or anything? No. I can try and get one for you. But uh yeah, worth a punt. I don't know what this one is. Uh some kind of Old old, oud, oh ood, ood oil oil ood That's the thing isn't it what's it called? Oud uh, the thing we're trying to remember.
1: I don't think it is. Well, so this is
2: um, this is mustache stuff, I think.
1: Mustache. Mustache
2: Again it's got almond in it though. You, you would die. You can't yeah. you can't ever have a luscious beard. No, I know. It's when, got vitamin E in it and everything.
1: When I, I had my help. when I had my beard I I did find one that I was able to have. I can't remember what it was
2: now though. There you go. Bearded Elite, just type in the Bearded Elite anywhere on Google, it'll pop up. Worth a cool gift as well, came in really nice packaging, it's all black, all blacked out, murdered out, and uh, when you open it, it's like a a rip cardboard box, you like rip off a strip and then it opens up like a nice presentation box. Hmm, it uh, does look smart. It's cool. Cheers boys for sending me that, appreciate you. We also have a box of wine down there from some wine company, Ooh. but I don't know anything about wine, so no, we'll have to try one. that in the next episode. Yeah. What, is it You can keep red. Wine is it white? Buy a radiator, can't you? It'll be fine. I'm,
1: yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> be all right. Sure. D- is it red? Is it white? Is it red? Rose? Oh, I love a bit of red. Yeah, I like red. So see I will is. drink white, but I definitely would never order it. Like, if Emma's got some and she's like, "Do you want a glass?" I'll be like, "All right then." But it's more just because it's alcohol, <laughs> yeah. not because I actually enjoy it.
2: So, I like it with a steak, a steaky steak. Mm,
1: I do. Yeah, red. I'll have any day. I did so we start
2: the timer, so I have no idea how long we've got left. Well,
1: they don't know what I was doing yesterday. You do because I just told you about it earlier. What were you doing? The charity walk. Oh yeah. A little bit of a plug here because uh, we yesterday. Can I just told
2: you up there. No, I'm a dad. Okay, Carol.
1: <laughs> well, what? I am a dad. That it? Oh, was that it? it. Okay, all right. Carol. No, fair enough. That was a short one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yesterday it was actually one of the the subscribers and listeners of the podcast, Mary, who. Oh. She's brought us a few gifts, she's Got yeah, she's very, yeah really on it with um, looking out for us, and she's actually become a member of my gym. She travels for a fair way to get down oh, and try yeah, and, and pretty like an hour That's crazy. and she always likes to do charity events every year, she does one, and she asked me and the team if we wanted to help her out mm-hmm. with this charity event and we have joined in. It was a 13-mile, well, there was a little bit beforehand, just some sit-ups and some bicep curls, and then a 13-mile walk from the gym to, it's a place called Kimbridge which is a very high point. It's a very hilly, sandy walk, mm-hmm. which was uh, challenging towards the, that middle bit. But uh, yeah, and it was great. We've done really well. We've raised... At the moment, I think it's about one thousand five hundred pounds, but then we've got a few large um, what's the word donations coming in over the next week so if anyone would like to donate it's going to Teenage Cancer Trust so it's going to a very good, good cause. cause um Actually, one of the things that we probably should have done that we didn't talk about, you know Liam, don't you? The the manager of my gym, and mm-hmm. he's got he's had his daughter with Emma's sister. Yeah. If it wasn't for TCT, they would have never met. So they both had cancer. Emma's really? sister and Liam had cancer when they were teenagers, when they were fifteen. Um and yeah, like Liam's from Manchester, so no, not in the same hospital, miles away. Um and yeah, both had cancer, and then. Post-cancer, when they were both in the clear, the TCT organised events with a lot of these teenagers to help them because they missed time out of school. They've obviously had this very traumatising kind of thing that's happened yeah. where, like, they were potentially dying. Um, and it was trying to, like, put them with a group of other people that have had similar situations and th- they still hang around with all of them. they call they call the cancer crew. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, Hannah and Liam met at this sailing event that they did, and you know that was a very long time ago. And now they've had they've had a daughter together, and it was literally all through TCT. So yeah, I just think that's a really nice kind of thing that we probably should have
2: nice thing out of a bad situation. Isn't it? Yeah, good.
1: exactly. I think that's really cool. And anyway, the TCT look after a lot of people. Um, it's not only looking after like the families that are dealing with it because some things that people don't realise is when your child or teenager would be going through something like that. Yeah. Most of the parents will stop work and then they'll oh, accumulate yeah. a lot of debt while they're trying to uh, trying to just stay in the hospital with their their kid and then they've got to work their way out of so it. That was
2: B's sister's little boy Arthur, who obviously sadly passed away recently. He was the same like we weren't able to manage I think we raised like twenty thousand or something to keep them being able to pay their bills and, mm-hmm. and stop work. because uh Savannah's a midwife, Mitchell her Partner is is uh, a plaster who works with his dad on you know their own business. So if he's not working, he's not earning. Yeah. And um, so it's an amazing thing to be able to give people like that the relief to be able to spend the time with their kids. Yeah. Like because some are not lucky enough to come out the other side. Yeah. And then that time is then it's priceless, isn't it? So yeah, it was um, that
1: was exactly what it was when um, when Emma's sister had cancer, and her parents both took. Six months plus. If I don't yeah. remember exactly, of would, work, you? You'd yeah. Do whatever you needed to, um, do. yeah, to to make sure that they were able to be in hospital with her every day and look after her. And they just had to rack up a load of debt to do we, that. Yeah, and
2: at the end of it, I mean, fucking hell, it's all your money, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's what they thought. Um, but there's obviously some people that are in situations where that's really, really challenging. Fortunately for Emma's parents, they were able to work their way out of it afterwards. Yeah. Um, but not everybody's is so in that the, situation. The
2: so. Charity, what gives? Relief that's one That's
1: one of the many things, but a lot of it is mainly focused around looking after the kids and making sure that they have events sorted and they're looked after yeah. and dealt with. Because it's a very weird age. I don't think ever there's a good age to have cancer, but I would say that that's an age where you're very much aware of it, but you're also not that emotionally mature. So it probably is one of the more challenging times mm-hmm. to, to get that when you're in your teens. Um, so, yeah. Well, there you go. so the link not, is in description. Yeah, put the link in the
2: bio. Hopefully anything, that's Honestly, anything. anything else, even just a couple of quid. Yeah, if,
1: yeah, genuinely like a few pound it, it it all adds up. Don't have that coffee.
2: Chuck <clears> it towards, <throat> you know, giving somebody else a little bit of help during the day when they yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah nice so
1: thing, uh, we all did a really really nice long walk. It was it was challenging. Um we've all got some blisters, but it was all for a <laughs> great. It was all for a really good cause. Yeah. You know what? I was actually quite surprised that I was not more trashed by it. I thought I was cuz like, I walk every single day, but like yeah. it will be ten k ish. Ten sorry, like ten thousand steps. Um, yeah. But this was like thirty four thousand steps, quite yeah. a lot. Um, and I actually wasn't like my legs weren't hurting me too badly. It was literally just blisters that were giving me Fucking the grief. Blisters, my legs. Yeah,
2: yeah. And of all the stuff. That you your body's going through and when you're going when to like it's your skin when that like, fails. Yeah, and there's this little rub on your foot, and it just can be the worst. Mm, and the thing is, as
1: well, I didn't realise because I got I got I took my boots off when I got to the top. You wearing was, hiking boots? Yes.
2: Yeah. I think that was a mistake. Should have worn like running trainers.
1: Yeah, because but I was unsure because we were going through lots of different terrains. I was like. I don't know if tra- trainers are going to be okay. They'll be good for most of it, but then some parts they might be really bad. Yeah. And it ended up because it was we had a good Who run of dry days. Makes hiking boots
2: because you all suck at it. You tell me anybody who's not who's bought a pair of hiking boots and, been, and got put them on and gone. Hey, hey I'm blister free. Well, my Never.
1: my boots are decent. That this that was their last that was their last ride though. I'm retiring oh. <laughs> them because I've had them for years. They're my dog walking boots, and, and an hour in them, nothing, nothing at all. But then six hours in them yeah. this different story, and I didn't realize that like because they've been heavily you get a thigh used chafe, yeah, yeah I've literally got blisters in my thighs like the worst. I, I had to the I worst. had to pull part of my boxers that somehow melded to my skin oh, off my inner thigh, which was not fun. Oh, um, but anyway.
2: I remember when Jim, when we were at the Expos and Jim Shark had just released those drop crotch joggers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The drop crotch basically means zero inner thigh protection. Yeah. So after eight hours of being on the stage, jacked full of pre-workout, hugging people and being sweaty, yeah. by the third day, all of us were waddling yeah. out of the Expo. It was, it was like heat. Rash slash gravel rash slash nappy yeah. rash all in one go, and you couldn't do anything to soothe it. Yeah. You could put nothing worked, it, and, it, and if it did work, it worked for ten minutes, mm. and then you'd move, and it'd be like. Bonf,
1: gone. So I So I've told you about the the boxes that I get, and they're like long, long. so they won't ride up. So because I my legs chafe bad because of having thick thighs. God. And uh, yeah, so I and I did that, but my boxers literally started to melt into my fucking leg. Just so freaking friction. Yeah, I had to <laughs> literally. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I had to like peel off part of the boxers, oh. which is like, I don't know, I don't know how it had happened. I was like, "Is this skin? Is this boxers?" But it's
2: attached to me. Yeah. Oh, it okay. sounds so innocent. A walk, the word walk, and it just—we can still just be destroyed. We are so shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's giraffes <clears throat> that have just been born that can do further than that in a day. The thing
1: was though, there's um, one of the chaps, I think I think he's something to do with Jim Shark, who Mary knows, and, and he, he does loads of running and stuff like that. And he was like, the thing that's weird is he could run thirteen miles easier than he walked it. When he oh. when he'd finished he was like a run would have definitely been easier. But I think that's time. There's the time factor, but also that is just like you get good at what you do.
2: Yeah. You get good yeah. at what you do. You're sometimes too good. And you are seeing the benefits. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So
1: like just because I own a gym and I try and consistently doesn't mean that I'll be able to go out a walk. Yeah, there'll be yeah. there'll be a load of there'll be a load of ramblers that are fucking it's, sixty years old that would absolutely it, annihilate oh, dude, me. But a, then
2: they'd get pinned by the empty bar. <laughs> I, I went to a yoga class with all women and yeah. they decimated me. Yeah. I was in the middle of the room like warrior pose, yeah. and the woman next to me is going straighten your leg, dear, <laughs> and I'm like, oh! yeah. I, it's hilarious. That's humbling. That is. But uh, some uh, Jason, who's been on here before, he did a challenge of the week, was mm-hmm. to lift a million pounds or kilos in mm-hmm. a week. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, and he's all right. Yeah, and he said he doesn't know why. He's still waiting for the pain.
1: What did, was it in any specific lift, or is it just like total Lifting tonnage? Weight,
2: total tonnage of the week, okay. and he expected to be hit like a train. Yeah, and I. And but if you don't know, Jason can bend in ways that most men don't. Mm. Like. I remember when he was talking, when when I met him in the gym, I was like, I was rolling out some issue or something and he was like, oh, what you want to do is increase this iliac crescential moon round and that will help with your back pain. I was like, cool, what's that? And then he casually put his heel up to his face whilst lying on his side. I was like, yeah, I don't do that. That might, no, humans don't do that. And he was like, oh, the, no, you can. Mm-hmm. It's called practice and stretching. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't do that. Yeah. And so I said, so literally spoke to me today about it. And It's because you're bendy.
1: Yeah.
2: He was like, what? I said, because you're bendy. So that like, you can go do new shit, your body will bend. If, we go do, if I go do new shit, it's mm-hmm. like, what's this new shit? I've never been in this range of motion before. Yeah. For Well, I have, but not for like a while. So I'm going to give you some shit for this tomorrow, by the way. I'll do it for you now. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow when you wake up, yeah, yeah, you'll know. You're, oh, I'm going to, oh, you're getting it. So, you know, it's like when you get in late. But you really, you've you got in late, you're in trouble for being late, but you're either like, you were young and you're really drunk and your parents are like, you're getting done in the morning. Yeah. Right now, enough, bed. But morning, that's that's, that's it. what we have. Yeah. Whereas he has hippie parents who just just lolls in and they're like, yeah, and he wakes up in the morning yeah, like, how man, you doing? I mean, have tomato juice, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is tomato juice a hippie thing? I think so. I fucking love
2: tomato mm-hmm. juice. <laughs> the only people who are going to blitz up tomatoes and drink them are hippies. Yeah, but well, you just buy it from fucking shop, right? Yeah, now. After the hippies discovered it. Do you reckon? Yeah. I can't imagine a time before tomorrow. There's no there's no way that there's mm. not some like woman in a large greenhouse in like the nineteen hundreds just walking through brushing tomatoes with her hands as she walks and just I just, wish I could consume more of these without having to chew. Yeah, she's just like, Oh my goodness of my I, well, I wonder what happens if I drink them. <laughs> You know what?
1: Thinking about <laughs> juice in general, are you the fuck bothered?
2: They were just like, you know what? Oh, no, back in the day. Yeah, let's just make this into. Would you like a nice glass of orange juice? Yes, I would, sir. Uh, Jeffrey, would you go and pick 57 oranges for me, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, why? <laughs> and, and then how? squeeze the shit out of them yeah. for the next hour. Yeah, I don't know who thought of that. And then we got so cocky, we're like, well, I like the orange juice, but I don't want the bits. Mm. Jeffrey, you you get a pulp? sieve. Yeah, I love pulp. Me too. It's the best part of it. Yeah. I despise no pulp. It's like, what's the point? I know. Emma doesn't like pulp. And then I'm just
1: like, we'll buy pulp. I'll sieve it and I'll add your pulp to mine.
2: (laughs) Yes. That was double pulp. Yeah. Oh, extra pulp. Double pulp me. Yeah. On a bonus, you can buy pulp and she won't touch it. Yeah. Yeah, true. The pulp boundary.
1: Or she could just just sieve it out (laughs) herself.
2: We're making it more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> she would do that. Ah, uh, Yeah, are you a pulper or a non-pulper? That's a good one for us. I'm going to put that as a poll for the podcast. Yeah. It'll be in the Spotify poll. Yeah, Pulp or no pulp. It's an interesting one. I, I don't understand people that don't like pulp. <clears throat> it's like people who don't like ice cream.
1: Yeah. Oh, talking about, you know, when you came over for the last podcast, <clears throat> I, I, managed, I, I had really good, like, there was a third ice cream. Can you remember?
2: What? No, I didn't get ice cream. You got a fucking ice
1: cream. We we had ice cream. It was just like a little uh, Magnum thing.
2: Remember? Oh, after the podcast. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant Ma- on it. I didn't yeah. like, get ice cream. When I'm fucking. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I was really good. I've, I managed to like not eat it the, the next day. It stayed in the it stayed in the freezer for for like a whole week and a half before I. Uh... You just look at it every day long. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I did. I was just like, not today, <laughs> not, <laughs> not today. I felt so disciplined. <laughs> And then I had it. And then Emma saw. Must have been the fucking stick in the bin when she threw something away the next uh, morning. Goes, did you get that ice cream from? She's like, <laughs> oh, it's from when next. She's like, I didn't know there was any ice cream. I was like, oh, she I know. had it. I didn't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> been <you'd had> <laughs> be gone.
2: She'd have nibbled. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're hitting an hour, so we're getting there. Yeah. Oh, you'll get more stories next week of the Daddy Files.
1: Mm, it'll be easy because we would. I'm just like I'm trying not to just accidentally say something.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, next week when all is revealed, you will uh, will be able to speak freely of names, everything. But it's cute and mm. yes. And just to for all the people, I almost look, messed it I, up then. I feel like before I, I let it go, like as if like when you get handed a baby, it's not like this revelation. Uh, I need to clarify. It's pretty freaking cool. Like it's it is amazing. But I looked at it when I was watching it. As a biological student, I've done biology all my life. I love it. So I was watching it, knowing what's going to happen, and then being interested in what was happening. Mm. So somebody who wouldn't know what the hell is happening, I can see why it'd be like, what the hell? Oh, Jesus. Oh, little yeah. one. So I was really intrigued all the way along, watching everything being done, including like the needle in the spine and everything. Um, but honestly, having it's so surreal. It's like somebody's going to come and take them away, and they don't. Mm. And, and then also, you will willingly... Put yourself in all harm's way to make sure this thing keeps breathing. Like I literally stare at it at night because it what it can't put it down yet. Too small. They've literally attached to you for the first couple of weeks until you start to be able to put them in on their backs to sleep. Um, but I have stories about why we can't do that in the next one when we can say things properly. Um, all good, but yeah, uh, it's it's something like you. you can't sleep with it in certain ways because it can suffocate itself and all these SIDS, and infant death syndrome. Mm. It's a horrible thing. So you sat there watching it going, are you breathing? Are you breathing? Is that breathing? And then you go poke it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah poke yeah. the baby. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, and go, oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it yeah. It starts crying. This, you, go, oh, thank God. Yeah, you feel like you can't sleep because you've got to watch it mm. and you're willing to, and it's instinctual. Like, mm. Have you
1: experienced anything even remotely like this?
2: Not the will to instantly kill. Yeah.
1: Can you remember when I told you about Liam? Because Liam's like so nice and like placid and he's a really lovely person. Oh, and yeah. then he was like, the. he said like just going, going out with the baby, he, he was like ready to kill anybody <laughs> who just
2: walked in front of the pram. Yeah, yeah. And he, oh, when, well, when B was, was pregnant, when we were walking, I would walk in front of her. <laughs> I'd have her holding my hand behind my back. Can I be walking forward like ready, <laughs> clearing away? Behind her. But it obviously looked like I was just a really domineering bloke and making the woman walk two feet behind me at <laughs> yeah. all <the> times. <laughs> so, but I always been like that from the start. So obviously, baby can't go out for like two weeks, really. You shouldn't because uh, you need shots and all that kind of thing. I can't imagine how it's going to be when you're yeah, out in somewhere busy. I will crack someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There'll be some teeping, some Spartan kicks. Yeah. 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 I've ordered a new pair of uh, Georgia logger boots. Yeah. Which would be a good perfect one. for kicking yeah. somebody with. Yeah, I
1: think the first like trip to somewhere busy that's yeah. going to be because I remember Liam saying when he went to so Merry Hills like the big shopping centre that's by us in Starbridge. He said he like was just on edge the whole time and both yeah. of them like Hannah as well. But not so on edge. So yeah, I can't I can't imagine that. I
2: think that'd be a uh, pretty intense. It, it, it's a weird thing Like, you are just you are just instinctually just like need to protect, must watch. Like it's very odd. Even though I still look and I'm like, little stranger, but must protect. And then it's every day, it's like a little dawning on me, a little bit more, a little bit more. A little bit more. And every, all like, oh, Lovado, Chris Lovado, messaged me about it and that. And then one of my other good friends, John, and they both said the same thing. They said over the first couple of months, it just grows and grows and grows and grows. It's, and, and, and they are very honest guys like me. Like, oh, it's lovely when you are giving a baby, but it's not this like instant... Megabond it's just you have the instant mm-hmm. protect, yeah, but to look at it and realize it's yours, they've all said what well, my boys have all said, it takes weeks of settling in in the time that you're in protection mode mm-hmm. until you suddenly it's just a, a, a feeling of loving something like you've never have yeah, but uh, yeah, women get it sense. faster than men
1: I think as well, like probably part of it's instinctual, and part of it is obviously the women has a, a stronger connection to it from a very early
2: point, yeah. whereas... She's also on a massive hormone dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's going to be the hormones. Whereas I guess, evolutionary speaking, it would be better for the man to just be protective but not be overly doting, so that they're a little bit more alert. So, And if something does happen, they're not as overwhelmed. Because mm. like, I'm assuming in you know those days, children were lost, like dogs lose pups. Mm. You know, it happens, and then yeah. the male would just carry on God. and breed another one. Don't really? you think
1: it's insane imagining yeah. giving birth with nothing. no yeah. medical no. care? No, no, nothing. No, so it's like that. fucking yeah, no. amazing that that used to happen yeah. and that we're still going.
2: Yeah, yeah. yes.
1: Because as well, especially, like, there's a point with evolution because one of the reasons why it's so much harder for humans is because of the cranium, like the size of the skull got so much larger and like causes a lot of complications. But, that ha- that's not new. No, you know it's what I mean. That's normal. been around for quite a yeah. long time, and like back we've around the no same men-
2: time where people were like Bruno, she's a witch.
1: Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like like the mean? same
2: theory was if she sinks, <laughs> she's a witch, and then if she floats, but also still dead, she wasn't a witch. It's <laughs> our fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and these people were in charge of what I witnessed. That took a team of twelve people mm. to facilitate, and still shit went wrong. Yeah, yeah, Not and majorly, like, things, but like, no.
1: things like things like bloodletting. Oh, they're really weak. Let's drain like, their blood.
2: Drain blood. <laughs> Leeches. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and then like if they, if they uh, if they survived, then it was because of the bloodletting. If they didn't survive, it was because the bloodletting wasn't quite enough. But or, that's all that they or, could or do. Or the devil. Yeah. Or the devil. They're yeah. possessed. So yeah, it's yeah. terrifying and and
2: god imagine it going through impressive, that kind on of a Human body, the female human body goes through that. Yeah, my body's rubbish in comparison. Oh, we'd be useless. We would be so moany that they'd shoot us before we gave birth. Yeah. They'd be like you, you enough. Yeah, Boom, Shut up, yeah. Yeah. Bolt to the head. Yeah. But also thank fuck I'm a bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking dodged team the bullet there all the way. All I had to do was severely tired. Yeah, yeah, we get the good yeah, end of, of creating adversity. the baby.
1: Yeah. Not the, not the, yeah. not so. We do have a lot of caring to do afterwards. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the actual creation side of things, yeah, we, got we get the better deal.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, pretty impressive though, whole thing. Kind I'm happy so for you, mate. I really am. It's a Colker, mm. Super strong baby too, but I'll go into that more next week when I can just talk more freely. After you've seen the reveal. And you can see all of the uh,
1: shenanigans. I'm looking forward to the the vlog style content
2: as well. Oh yeah, so that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it's vlogs. Vlogs are back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, that'd be good. Got my new we labs. said
1: it for a while, haven't we? That, that kind of stuff. That more. I think
2: it's going to be easy for me to just create content as well. I think it'll, it out.
1: I think you'll actually probably really enjoy that process of keeping it loose and yeah. not not hyper focusing on just bit some, yeah, the bits and pieces.
2: I've got like three videos underway at the moment, so I'm doing all right. But um, yeah, sleep. Deprived. Hmm. Joy. deprived joy. Sleep deprived joy. you get there. I cheered today when the baby didn't have to go back to hospital because the jaundice meter laser thing was below everything. It stayed down or stayed down. And I was like, yes, you're not stabbing my baby and also we're not going back to the hospital. Is
1: there any yeah. more checks or is that done now? That's pretty much it. Just kind of general monitoring
2: yeah. to make sure it's all right. I suppose you'd tell if the jaundice was creeping back in from skin colour. Yeah, right? basically. Do they or do they not look like Peter Andre from the 1990s? Yeah. If yes. Go hospital, if no,
1: make because it either got jaundice or it is Peter Andre,
2: <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got Peter Andre at your house, nursing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, should we wrap it up on that one? Yeah, yeah. Next week, whiskey, mm. please.
1: I've just realized we're off center,
2: we're always off center. Oh, here we go. Right. anyways, I'll tilt it in post. I won't, though. No. <laughs> <coughs> watching on the phones they can hardly see it yeah no one cares They're only there in case we do a wiggly arm thing like that yeah right <laughs> uh, people who are not watching aren't going to get that we'll end it on this it's really hard to buy a smurf outfit for a baby have a good one Doodle pip Doodle pip <laughs> it is really hard oh. they don't make the hats